Welcome to the True Sales and Leadership Podcast. This is a show where I get to speak to founders, directors, sales leaders, trainers, coaches, and thought leaders, getting their insight into all things sales and leadership. I'll be speaking to them about their journey to where they are today, how they have achieved success, sales processes, leadership strategies, what it takes to be successful, mindset, and much, much more. Hello. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Really good. Thanks for uh, joining me uh, on the True Sales Podcast. Um, I hope you've had a, had a good morning. Um, but uh, I've got, um, obviously, we're going to run through some questions. I do usually do a brief introduction um, before the actual podcast itself, um, just as a, to, for the, the audience to know who we're talking to. Um, yeah. But just for the sake of the audience, just give us a, a brief introduction to yourself, your background and experience. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, well, I suppose if we start with where I sit currently, uh, yeah. I'm the managing director of Hewson Private Wealth. Yeah. Uh, we're an independent financial services business based down here in Melbourne, but we've got we've got clients um, all around the country. Okay. Um, but as far as my background goes, like I suppose I would characterise myself as being just an ordinary person, um, but someone that really loves trying to do ex- extraordinary things or extraordinary things. Yeah. Um, and I mean, my, my, my philosophy and kind of goes back all the way back to being a kid is I, I just, my true, my true sort of, I guess, purpose in life is, is just, I'm always out to get the most out of myself. Um, okay. I'm constantly wanting to try and learn to improve, um, myself in, in many different areas. Um, and, um, you know, I guess constantly progress, I suppose. And with yeah. that comes, I suppose, a natural um, ambition, I suppose, is a character trait, you could say. Um, yes. Kind of uh, The trade-off on that is it's kind of hard to relax sometimes because your mind's always <laughs> kind of ticking over. Yeah. Um, but, um, and I'd say also, like, even though I, I find myself as the, the MD of a, of a financial services business, I mean, growing up and even today, I, I really identify with, my passions in, in sport more than anything else. So a lot yeah. of my hobbies focus around um, sport. I mean, I, I grew up since the age of six playing, playing, playing AFL um, footy. Okay. I finished that at the age of 28, um, trying to, you know, con- get, constantly be as good as I could, you know, in that area. Then I moved on to competitive CrossFit. Um, I recently did a, did a half Ironman. Okay. Uh, on on half uh, eight weeks on on eight weeks uh, training, which was wow. in hindsight a, a pretty stupid thing to do, but uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah, we, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and again, I guess coming to, to to through all of that and my position at the moment, I I also now identify as a leader. Yeah. Um, in many areas of my life, and I think you know a lot of people would probably struggle to. I come out openly and say they identify with being something in particular. You know, I, mm. I, I had a, um, a really, really great experience last week, which we might talk a bit about later on doing a, sure. a one day leadership masterclass. And the guy that, that, that ran that before he really said anything, he, he stood up there and said, um, I am amongst other things, I am an artist. Okay. And, and he said, look, it, it's taken him a long time to actually get up with confidence in front of other people and, and actually say that's what he is. And, and I mean, mm. people will determine whether you're good or bad at something um, mm. ultimately. But, you know, I, I'd say from my point of view now, like I mean, in my role and 
as I reflect back on other areas of my life and background, I, I do identify as a, as a leader, but I'm, I'm constantly, mm-hmm. that, that is something I'll never master. I'm constantly trying to, to get better in that, I guess, in that area. Yeah. No, cool. And, and so talk me through um, how, how you got to where you are in a moment. So obviously you, you, you uh, MD at Hughes and Private Wealth, but yeah. how, what was the journey up until that? Obviously you mentioned the uh, AFL uh, up until going, coming from that into obviously going into um, where you are at the moment, there must've been a bit of a transition period there. Yeah, it, look, it was, um, although it happened, it happened pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> growing up, I, I, well, so Hewis and private wealth is, is, um, mm. is 35 years old. Um, and I'm 39. Yeah. So I didn't start it when I was four. Uh, my old man started the business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my old man started the business. Um, he still chairs the chairs the board of directors uh, at the moment, although he he doesn't advise anymore, so he's not active in the business. Mm. So um, I mean, growing up, I my 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 desire in life was always to play to play AFL, and uh, I, mm. I got to a certain point of, of that uh, when went through the system as you do, and and got to the age of eighteen, nineteen, and realised that it wasn't going to happen. And I was at university doing a commerce degree, majoring in sport marketing management, convinced that I was going to be, a, therefore going to be a sport, going to sport management. Yeah. Uh, I did some, a week's worth of work experience with a, a player agent at the time and decided that that was the last thing I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. What um, was that? What was the reason behind that? Be, to be brutally honest, because you, it, 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 it's, it's current day footballers dealing with retired footballers. It, it wasn't really okay. business people dealing with business people. Or, or yeah. business people dealing with other just regular people. So it was a bit, yeah. it was just a bit wanky, to be honest. I felt, I felt at the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then um, my old man and I were talking about this the other day, but I think that there's, our memories are, the, 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 the recollection's a bit, a bit um, distorted. But mm. I, apparently I went to him and I said, well, I'm not going to do this. So I would like to come and see what you do. But by the way, yeah. I'm only going to do it for nine months because I'm pissing off overseas for 18 months on a working <laughs> holiday. And I'm like, All right. Yeah. Well, if you don't do it now, there might not be a spot for you when you come home. So um, I, I did it. And I think within six weeks I, I I'd identified really well with it and said, look, this is, I really do have a passion for customer service and I really have a passion yeah. for people. Yeah. And, and, being a financial advisor, you know, for all the technical requirements that you might need, you're in the relationship business. Um, yeah. And within six weeks, I think I was starting to do some of the study that was required. And, and then it, the journey just kicked off from there. I did my stint overseas and worked for some um, funds management businesses over there um, mm. and then came home and, and really got stuck into pursuing a career as a financial advisor. Um, yeah. And... Um, at the age of, I think, about 32, uh, and my father was in his early 60s at that point in time. Um, mm-hmm. Or if I take a step back just to set the scene too, mm. you know, I find it, if for anyone else that might be out there listening that could possibly be in a family business, um, I guess you're, you're either always going to be groomed to take over the family business and that family business might remain 100% family-owned. Yeah. Um, or you're going into what is still classified probably as a bit more of a corporate structure. And that was my journey. I mean, um, there's six, um, six partners or six equity holders in Hewison private wealth these days. And and when I started uh, these, these other um, advisors started at effectively the same time. So we all, 
we all went through a Hewison graduate mentoring program, which was, you know, specifically designed to, to mould us to become successful advisors. And we were all um, fortunately offered the opportunity to purchase shares in the business. Um, yeah. And then at the age of 32, when, when my father set, decided that it was time for him to look at his own succession out of the business, he invited uh, us all to apply for his position if that was what yeah. we wanted to do. And, and to be honest, I, at the time, didn't know whether I thought I wanted to do it or whether I thought I, I could do it. And I think at that point in time, it was probably a lack of, um, a lack of, a lack of confidence. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and one thing we, you know, we'll probably talk about down the track is, is, you know, if you don't, if, if you, if you fear, if you, if you, if you let your fears get in the way of your ambitions and your dreams, um, yeah. then, then you'll, you'll, you'll paralyze yourself and you won't go forward. And, and, it's not till you actually fail a few times that you realise that it's actually not such a big deal. So, yeah. um, I I I said bugger it, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna apply for this role and 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 I, I got the job. It was outsourced to a third party to select it uh, the, the right person. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, I've been now. There was an eighteen month um, sort of grooming process, and I've now been in the role for about four or five years. Yeah, perfect. And and what was the what was that like working within the family business? Do you find there's any pressure on you to perform because obviously your father's the the sort of the, at the time of the MD of the business? Um, yeah, it's a great question, and that's <laughs> mate, that's probably a whole other podcast in itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, look, to be brutally to be brutally honest, I, I, it's, it, in my case, I actually think it it it, it made. Um, my 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 journey to be to be where I am today was made uh, a lot more difficult um, yeah. in the sense that you know I think back earlier on particularly you know well earlier on I think my my father was pretty keen to make sure that other people in the business knew that he wasn't playing wasn't paying favorites playing favorite yeah. I think you have to don't you yeah but the result of that is you wind up getting getting treated worse than everybody else yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's 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 there's a point there's almost sometimes a point to prove or or if he's trying to make a point with 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 some of the young and -and up-and-comers he's like well I can make it with Andrew and I'll smooth it over later sort of thing which um but I mean look I don't I don't regret a moment of of my time you know working with my dad he's still my best mate but I will be honest you know there's been some times when um there's been some times when it's been an absolute challenge and, and we're pretty similar in nature. We can both be a bit emotional sometimes and, mm. and sometimes that results in some pretty confrontational um, conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, you, you know, you, you, your family comes before everything else and you have to make sure that you look at that with the bigger picture and, and, start to think about what the implications are going to be before you open yeah of course and Um, how do you find it now he's he's obviously moved away from the business does does he still have some kind of importance is he still having conversations at the dinner table uh, around business is that still still going on or well i mean it it does because we're both passionate about the business Yeah, yeah um i've got to be sometimes more mindful that you know he he was under a lot of pressure and under a lot of stress he never mm. coped with, he doesn't cope with stress, stress all that well yeah. by his own admission. And uh, I guess if there's one thing I have learned throughout my time working underneath uh, him is 
you know, you, you, you've got to pick up the, the things that you admire in someone as a leader, but you also have to determine what, 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 what things you don't want to be. And, yeah. and, um, and, you know, one thing I have learned, and it's always a challenge ongoing, is to not sweat the small stuff. Yeah, which which is probably something that he did. You know, he could get he could get annoyed about stuff. You know, coming in coming in late or being mm. calling in sick or something. And it's like, hang on, you know, you, you've got if you're getting upset about that, when 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 something really serious happens within the business that does require your attention and something for you to be more concerned about, how are yeah. you going to cope with that if you couldn't cope with you know some of the smaller stuff? So I think that's something that I picked up along the way, but. Yeah. But he, you know, I still report, he's, he's my connective point to the board. So yeah. as the chairman, okay. we still have to have a very close relationship. Yeah. Um, but it's less operational and more strategic these days. Oh, that's it. That's good. Sen. So we'll, we'll go into the sort of the leadership side. You, you started touching on a few things there in terms of the sort of traits of a leader. But what, what do you think those are? What, what are the sort of traits that you look for uh, as a leader or what do you uh, make sure that you've got um, to, to, to lead your current team and business? Well, I think I think it's a it's an evolving process, but I think first of all you need to decide, or you know, you need to work out as an individual, um, you know, what what you think makes a good leader, because yeah. you could ask twenty different people, and they're all going to give you variations of 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 an answer. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I think a, a good leader is someone who can inspire and motivate others to follow them. Yeah. Now, how you do that depends on the people that you want to lead because everybody responds differently. And, and if I use uh, an old footy sort of, um, sort of situation or analogy, um, um, when I was playing football down at the Mount Eliza Football Club in the in the seniors down there, which is where I grew up on the Mornington Peninsula down here in Melbourne, um, we had a we had our captain our captain coach broke his leg early one season, and the assistant coach had to jump in and and um, take over the coaching duties. and And he was real, you know. And I say an older. He came from a different generation, um, mm. a little little bit older, real real kind of hard nut. Mm. And and he came in. Um, as subtle as a sledgehammer, you know, um, <laughs> screaming and yelling. And, you know, that was his way of, of, of coaching as far as I guess that's kind of the, the old school way of doing it. And um, yeah. we had a lot of different personalities in that team and a lot of people, he, he, he completely got off on the wrong foot. And throughout yeah. the course of that season, we really struggled as a footy team and, and, and he, he, didn't, um, he didn't necessarily adapt his leadership yeah. style um, to the people or the players in the team. And, and he wound up coming back the next year and, and much to a lot of people's surprise and, uh, and so on. But, but the one, and, but I must say, I mean, I, 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 I responded to that kind of leadership style. Um, yeah. That was good for me, but the next year he came back and, and from the very beginning, we all noticed that, he adapted his his communication style um, depending on who he was talking to, and yeah. and over the course of that year managed to get the very best out of everybody. Even though there was some, you know, people that were harder to manage than others, and we wound up winning the premiership. So, oh wow, yeah. okay. And and so um, so, yeah. so on that, I guess you know, even if I look at the way that I lead these days, and it's taken a long time for me mm. to learn and change the way that I yep. do things. Um, you know, I, you have to be very careful 
about how you communicate with 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 different people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess in terms of character traits and and things that I think you know you need to have as a leader. Um, and this is again, this is my opinion and what I think works for me. But um, yeah. You need to be very open and honest with with yeah. all of your dealings with people. You need to, um, I believe, I need to, you know, if, if I say I'm going to do something, you need to follow yeah. through on it. I need to be, yeah. I need to be standing for something. And being open and honest doesn't make you the most um, popular person at all times. But yeah. as long as the people who who um, you are, you know, leading don't walk away being confused about what you stand for. Yeah. Um, I'll walk away being confused with what you've said. Yeah. It's not always going to be the most popular opinion, but at least they know exactly where they stand. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you, you, in this day and age, you have to be a good listener. I think one of the things I focus more on these days than anything else is, 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 is facilitating, um, facilitating, conversations with people throughout the business yep. and just listening to them and making them feel not just making them feel but 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 it i mean particularly at qs and private wealth i mean um you know our key values internally are fun fun family and empowerment yep. um and 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 they can't they were they were they were um decided upon by the team at a at a staff retreat that we had last year we have one every year Okay. And and I mean if, if you give people um if you if you give people the, 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 the forum and the platform to provide their to provide their feedback and actually take it on board and listen to it, um, you know, they they become empowered and ultimately accountable for for what the company is looking to achieve because because it was essentially it was much to do with it much to do with it was with what they had to, with the feedback they had to provide. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I find that's key, isn't it? The, the feedback and 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 being being able to take that feedback as well as a leader, uh, because I think I've been in situations pre- previously where they haven't taken feedback well mm. um, and had the adverse effects on on what you were trying to achieve. And and the the ultimate goal was to try and make the environment a little bit more uh, relaxed. But then it's, it's kind of had the opposite effect when you've actually been honest about something um, yeah. and actually created more of an atmosphere. But, but also I think the, what, what, another point, and, and I found that when I've asked this question to various, uh, leaders is, is being able to, um, adapt to the team and, and seeing people as individuals, not just, um, having one, one sort of fits all, uh, which is obviously that, that assistant coach that you mentioned there went in with that idea, mm. sort of rub people up the wrong way, but then having, having to adapt to it and having better results. I think that is, is really key. Well, I think that's, that, that is absolutely right. And, and, and that comes down to, um, that comes down to the culture of the business. Mm. Um, and, and, and my, you know, my take on culture is culture is culture is an outcome. Culture yeah. is not a thing. It's an outcome of a set of attitudes and beliefs that are, that are, that are, that are constantly practiced, which then results yeah. in, in the culture. So, if if you have a culture of, um, you know, open, honest, transparent, um, you know, relations, and, and 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 feedback within your within your team, well, that that's obviously mm-hmm. a set of consistent um, adi- sort of attitudes and behaviours, yeah. which then result, you know, in that in that culture so. environment. And and yeah. I think give give you a good example, and and it, it feeds into something else that I I really feel strongly about in this yeah. um, current day and age of, of leadership. 
Yeah. And that is great leaders have to show vulnerability. Yeah. Um, and that, and I find it very interesting because I've come across some people and particularly, yeah, I think of a couple of people in particular, perhaps within our organization who, for whatever reason, they, they find that they, they, I believe they look at, at vulnerability as weak as a weakness. Yep. Yeah. And and I think that if you believe that, then you have have some very significant limitations in your in your own evolution because yeah. vulnerability is actually a bloody big strength yeah. um, because it humanizes a relationship. You know, you mentioned before that everybody is different, and and yeah. you need to be able to relate to different people. And and if you, how do you relate to people? Well, you share experiences. You know. Mm. And in terms of that feedback situation, and, and I, I had a situation um, the other day where, you know, it's, it's one thing to, it's one thing to to um, say what you believe and say what you stand for, but it's another thing to actually carry it through. And and look, there's, I have this challenge ongoing where I'll stand up in front of a team and I'll say, hey guys, look, we want your feedback. And as a professional, I, as a professional individual, I want your feedback. Forget about the fact that I am, am quote unquote, your boss. Um, You know, I I don't like my own, I don't like my own, um, you know, my own annual reviews. I love my own three, I love my 360 degree feedback because I want to know what everybody else truly thinks about me. Um, And I stood up the other day and, and every, every Friday we have a team meeting and there's a, a particular section um, of that team meeting we leave open for um, positive feedback for amongst the team. Mm-hmm. And um, one of our associates, senior associates, um, you know, I, I jumped up and, and gave, him, gave him a rap because he had, he had um, a couple of days before come to see me and said to me, look, you know, Andrew, when, when I come in and we talk about some of the clients that we work on together, he said, sometimes I don't know what, which Andrew I'm going to get. Mm. Um, and, and we talked through that. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I had been through a bit of a stressful sort of, sort of period work-wise, a lot going on, this, that and the other. Yeah. And, um, and I was, I can be a moody bastard and, 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 <laughs> you know, but, but the yeah. fact that, the fact that he had the, had the courage to come in and, 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 and actually try me out because I previously said, look, all I can ask is that you walk in my office and, 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 and begin a conversation and you'll soon, mm-hmm. you'll soon find out what I really stand for. Do I invite yeah. feedback or do I close it down? And we wound yeah. up, I'm, I'm a better person now mm-hmm. for this young, young individual coming in and giving me that feedback and, and, and then in turn, I stood up in front of everybody else and said, this has occurred. Um, yeah. You know, I hope this person found me to be receptive and, and this, that and the other. And he deserves, he deserves kudos for that. Oh, of course. And I think it says a lot about the organization for you to have staff that are willing to stand up and actually say that to the MD of the business um, just says a lot about the actual, that there is that open and transparency throughout. Isn't that, it, just, it just speaks volumes, I think. Well, thank you for that. But I would say that it's, again... It's, it's an ongoing challenge, right? Because mm-hmm. not everyone's going to do that. And, and as yep. much as I can say, try me, try me, try me, there are yep. just people and, and you have to accept that as well. Like I, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, yeah. oh, why, why aren't people coming to talk to me? You know? And yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, they're like, well, mate, you, you're actually the, you're actually the boss and we yeah, don't yeah. think that you have time to listen to us. And, and the, and so the, that's why 
that's why recognizing um, your staff and their great behaviors in a public forum is, is so powerful in my opinion, because mm. yeah. other people wouldn't have known that, that, that this person had come and spoken to me and therefore not known that, that we actually had a really great conversation. And, and I feel like it's improved me as a person. Yeah. So I think that, no, that there needs to be that constant communication within your team. Yeah. So obviously you're really connected to the actual business still, but is that a conscious effort on your part to, to stay connected? Because I've, I've worked again in businesses where the MD, became, I don't think it's intentional, but seems to be that once they've got a leadership team in place, they tend to be disconnected from the actual business and the goings on on day to day basis. Do you specifically um, try and stay connected in that regard uh, from your point of view? Um, can I can I ask you a question before I answer yeah, yeah, yeah. before okay. I answer that? Yeah. What was your and and, and I, this could go either way. I'm just curious to yeah. know. But but that particular, if you're thinking of a particular person from a leadership point of view, yeah. that wasn't necessarily connected. What what was your thoughts around them as a leader? Um, it, it kind of went down. It, the estimations went down a little bit because they um, they weren't appro- wasn't no longer approachable as they were before. Um, and it was always right. You go through. You go to this team leader now, rather than uh, coming directly through to me. And then they will report back. And what you were finding was the communication was get was a little bit skewish as to actually what was going on. Yeah. On the the benefit of that particular team leader that was was that we whoever had an issue with so um that was for, so the estimation of that particular managing director that i was working for at the time went down slightly because of that reason yeah uh, and look uh, you know I, I i guess maybe horses for courses and mm. and some businesses might have leaders or have a, an, a leader who is is less connected with the staff but but maybe yeah. they've got an extremely strong management team who can mm. carry out who can carry out and lead the culture, but yeah. culture comes from the top, no matter what, what yeah. size of your business. And um, yeah. I did a, I was a part of a, an innovation tour of the U S last year and we visited Facebook um, yeah. in Silicon Valley. And um, wow. they, they, this particular couple of hours we had there was, was, was let was, was um, I guess um, marketing the benefits of their, of their, um, workplace application um um, but but in saying that one one of the things the examples that they gave was that um mark zuckerberg every friday even though they've Mm. got over ten thousand employees every friday he goes on facebook live and and provides sits there and 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 gives the opportunity to every single staff member to ask him a question about the business any anything they like and I, they joked. They joked about it because they said one one question that came up was that someone actually had the courage to ask him why he wears the same t shirt every day. But yeah. um, so look, the point is, no matter what size you are, if 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 your culture is one of inclusion and yeah. connectivity, then then you're you're going to make it happen. And like we're 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 a single office. Okay, so just to set the scene, I mean, yeah. we're we're a single office. We have about forty staff. Yeah. Um. And whilst I have a very, very strong um, management team, our philosophy is always internally has always, as I said before, around empowerment, it's always yeah. been to run a very, very flat hierarchy. Um, and so, uh, and, and, and you know what, I, I'm, I came from being an advisor where my passion was people and client relationships. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I still manage some clients and I love introducing new clients to the business, but my business partners are advise, as advisors are better than I am. So they see all the new clients, but, yeah. but I mean, I still want to be connected. You know, I still want to be yeah. feeling like I, 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 I identify with, with a group of people and that I'm part of that team. So, but I also think yeah. that, you know, part of that is that, um, and, and and we connected um, because you saw my what I what I phrased the Monday morning huddle on LinkedIn, right? That's so it. yeah, that's right. I mean, I wanted to I wanted to talk about that as well, which is uh, I found really interesting. And, and again, it's uh, the 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 connection there with the with the business and and obviously recording that video, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, and which is obviously why sort of uh, that sort of encouraged me to actually reach out to you then. Yeah, which is which is which is awesome. And mate, that that came out of a very very simple um, sort of. Um, situation where again at a previous um, a previous um, staff retreat um, yeah. you know we were mucking around and I, I think the concept came from the wolf of wall street where DiCaprio was standing up there giving his you know <laughs> um, well inspirational speech uh, for the people in that room at the time and, and I think someone just joked and said hey uh, hey Andrew why don't you get up every Monday and give us a bit of inspiration and I said well I said Margaret if you want me to I will yeah so that's kind of where it started and and I for the yeah. first six months or so I, I wasn't filming it mm. um, um, but the result the result of that has been that you know, now that I do film it on a Monday morning, um, I, I, there's a, there's an, there's an accountability component to that mm. as well. And, yep. and again, I know I'm jumping around, but I think, um, you know, you asked me before what makes a good, a good leader. Yeah. Um, um, what I would say to that is I think what, 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 what can be the downfall of a leader at different mm. times is when if you climb to the top of a tree, um, and all of a sudden, um, you don't report to anybody else and everybody else reports to you. Mm. Where's your accountability? Yeah. And, and if yeah. you're not willing to be accountable, how are you going to continue to grow? Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I feel really strongly about that is that till the day I die, I want to be accountable to someone. Because yeah. the day that I become not accountable, unless I'm just extremely disciplined to myself, yeah. then I'm gonna to some degree. I'm so so. When I you know going back to that Monday, the Monday morning stand up, and I'll I'll talk a bit yeah. more about why I truly film it and put it out there. But um, yeah. but I love it because you know it forces me to think ahead and say, well, what am I going to talk about? You know? Yeah, um, of course. And but also, I mean, I'm I'm privileged, mate. I'm I'm in such a lucky position. And I, oh, I say luck, but I think a lot of it is some of my own doing is that yeah. I constantly find myself in situations where I'm learning things mm. and I'm, I'm observing and I'm picking up things and, and I want to share that with my team. I don't want to hold on yeah. to it. Right. So yeah. some people came up to come, come up to me and say, how, well, geez, how do you think of what to talk about? And it's like, well, literally if I put down my phone and, on, a, on, a, on a Sunday and just think for five minutes, Yep. You know, what is it that I want to, what messages it's, it's generally got to do with something to do with an experience that I've had. Yep. Um, but now there's this element of accountability um, mm. so that, that, that people are relying on me to, and, and some of the feedback has been exceptional. Like I've, I've been blown yep. away by some of the comments that I get on LinkedIn from strangers or on, on, on Instagram. Cause I put it on IGTV. 
Um, people now saying, you know, oh, I, 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 you know, I can't, I can't get my Monday going until I've listened to it. And by the way, <laughs> if anyone's listening, like it's yeah. not actually always that special, but it's just people <laughs> connect with it and they want to yeah. identify with it. And if they get something out of it, then then that's that's awesome, you know. Yeah, no, like I say, that we, I, I don't know, it's, I don't even know how it actually come up on my um, timeline of on LinkedIn initially, and um, I, I think I said to you when we I, about the podcast was that I actually took a call halfway through the video, paused it, and actually went back and watched the rest of it <laughs> because I was actually drawn into uh, into the answers of the, what the the staff were actually coming back with because I yeah. found it really fascinating and and never seen. Um, so that you obviously see videos on LinkedIn and, and usually about people offering advice or sharing their story about some sort, but never about in a business environment like that where you're actually asking the staff the questions and coming back with honest, they, they're coming back with honest sort of answers. And uh, I just, I was just blown away by it and I thought it was great. And I could see how you're getting such good engagement through it as well. And and it's also, if you're getting getting that kind of response um, you attracting the, the talent that you want to be attracting later on down the line is going to is going to have a positive effect because they're seeing you as a person, and then what that's going to do is actually say, well, actually, I wouldn't mind working for that guy, and then you actually have people reaching out to you as well, and yeah. even as I also mentioned, sort of business wise as well. I, I think it's probably really good in that area. But yeah. what have you found from doing that on a sort of a weekly basis? What what I know you mentioned sort of a few of the comments, but it's, as as it generated business for you in that regard or what, what kind of response have you been getting in that sense? Yeah. Um, so, so I think, I think, I think um, a lot of areas of, of um, modern day, I'll say modern day marketing. I, I, I think yeah. ultimately um, there is a new way of, of marketing your brand and whether yeah. it's a personal brand or a professional brand, um, yeah. the use, the use of social media in order to show authenticity is, is something that we've never seen before. And, yeah. and I, I have a real, um, problem, uh, with, or oh, say real problem. I, I, I just flip past anything that looks, um, that looks staged or scripted these days. Yep. Um, yep. because maybe because I'm, I, I'm, I, I've been on the other side of it and, um, you know, and I, and I know that, you know, I know what goes into it. It's, it's, it, as I said, it's if, it, particularly in our, particularly in, in financial services. I mean, if I sit there with a lapel mm-hmm. mic, you know, being interviewed yeah. and asked questions, and it's like, well, we're an independent business and we are this and we are that. It's like, well, yeah, but you're the same as everybody. Like, well, I could get back to our, maybe we can talk about Hewis and private wealth in, in, in a sec as well, but I mean, um, you know, everyone can say they're professional and ethical and this, that, and the other, right? But yeah, but, yeah. but how, how, how do um, whether it's prospective staff members or prospective clients actually, um, um, how how can we build a trusting relationship with them before we've met them? Which has always mm-hmm. been the challenge, with particularly yeah. in our in our field and what we're looking to do, and that's build a long term trusted relationship. Um, you know, unless you're a really well-known brand, which has already, you know, gone a long way to developing a trust in the, in the brand itself. Yeah. Um, I found that with these things, I'm like, well, this is, this is kind of, if I just throw a camera up here, um, yeah. I, I, I think I, you know, I believe in, in the, in, I believe in the, um, 
integrity of the of the business and the people in the business and and yeah. therefore i'm willing to put a camera up there and let let it fly and see what comes out so you know like those those monday morning things that i talk when i'm talking to the team like they they're completely unscripted as you can tell yeah and and yeah. um it's just you know, it's just sharing and, and allowing people to actually see what, what personality makes, you know, what, what personality I have, what personality yeah. the business has, what we value. Um, and, yeah. and people will make their own decision as to whether that resonates with them or not. Um, and, and look, to be honest, right now, I can't say that a new client has come out of it, but it's, it's not a marketing campaign and it's free. Yeah. But what I can say is that Whilst no one has messaged me and said, oh, I love what you're about. I want to become a client. I, I know mm. for a fact that um, it is absolutely played a part in someone's decision-making process. Um, yep. and, I, and, I, yep. and I'm thinking of an example. Two weeks ago, uh, we, our business, someone in our business connected with, with a prospective client and um, we had a coffee with this person and then they eventually decided to book an official kind of meeting and, and during that yeah. meeting, they said, look, you know, I've looked through, I follow you on LinkedIn, Andrew, I've seen, I've seen how you, you talk to the team and, and what you guys stand for. And he, and he said, I just love, I love it. And I want to be a part of it. So, yeah. Wow. So it's, it's been, and it costs nothing. Yeah, that's right. And, and also, if you think of the, the comments and likes that you're getting on there at the moment, if you think of the, the people that aren't actually interacting but still seeing it, there's still, there's still such a broad market there that's uh, not necessarily that you, that you know about yeah. yet that will probably come, come up in the future that said, actually, I've seen your video on LinkedIn last year or six months ago. Um, I thought they were really great. And then the, obviously there's a conversation starter there. Um, but I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's, a, it's a, as you said, it's free. Uh, it's showing the, the brand. It's showing the business. It's showing what you're about. It's showing you as an individual. I just think there's, there's so many positives. Yeah. Um, but how hard was it for you to start that initially, that first video that you put together? What was going through your mind then? Um, if I'm being completely honest, like I could sit here and say, oh, it was really difficult and it took a long time and this yeah. and the other. But, but the reality is that if I take a step, a little bit of a step back, is that I, I, I love watching, I, I love following um, some bloggers on YouTube. Yeah. And I, um, for a period there, I, I, I have my own blog. It's still up there on YouTube. Um, yeah. Andrew Hewison, if anyone wants to search for it, give me a, give me a like, yeah, give me I'll a like it. and a subscribe. <laughs> um, but I, will, I, I haven't updated it in a little while, but I, I have absolutely every intention of doing that. Um, yeah. Family, sometimes I've got a, a 20 month old uh, child and one on the way. So sometimes things just take a oh, back seat, but I learned a lot through the process. But anyway, the point is yeah. um, that I, I, I started doing a vlog. Some of them were, um, they started off being personal, personal blogs mm. And so yeah. I had to get comfortable with the camera in front of me um, and even out in public at different times. And then I changed it to the direction was actually more um, financial, um, you know. Um, well, I guess I, I, um, I actually re renamed, um, renamed the vlog High Performance Living because it's, yeah. it's not just about financial planning. I mean, getting the most out of yourself and goal setting in a financial sense is, is one aspect of, 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 of getting the most of, of, um, re, you know, exploring your potential, um, personally, but there's a lot of other areas, as you can tell that I'm passionate about in there in, in respect yeah. to leadership, but also in respect to getting the most out of yourself. 
So I kind yep. of honed it in on that. So that's kind of where I got used to um, being in front of in front of a camera. But I think yep. if I think back to when I started filming these things, is that because I was doing them anyway, is it yep. is it it wasn't going out live, right? So ultimately, I've never decided not to post anything. But but I could, you know, it's not live. It's just a camera, and I just you just forget. You got to block it out of your mind. Pretend yep. that it's not there. Yeah, and, and and it just comes naturally. It, it honestly does. Yeah. Everyone has conversations every single day that you don't think twice about, that you don't get nervous about. If someone put a camera off to the side, um, yeah. it shouldn't necessarily make any difference to, to what you're doing. Um, yeah. But the other thing that I would say, if anyone's thinking about starting to film anything, whether it's a vlog, whether it's a bit of a, a piece for um, LinkedIn, etc. Is um, I mean, there's a couple of basic things that 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 you that you need to focus on. I mean, ultimately, you want to have good quality picture and good sound. Now, yeah. I, I mean, I, I have a pretty, I guess, a, a loud loud voice that 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 carries a bit. But I mean, I'm just filming it on an iPhone. Um, yeah. But in saying that, I've picked a spot in the office where the lighting's reasonably good, and I've always made sure that it's you know that it's in focus. So there's a couple of basic things. But yeah. but. Um, if you're trying to work up to it, I would say, you know, in, in the security of your own home, start practicing. No yeah. one's going to see it. Um, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. You're just the only, you're the only one, but there is actually, and, but there's a big difference between talking to a group of people and having it filmed versus actually talking into, into the, into a camera. When yeah. you're talking into a camera, I mean, I, I did it the other day. I posted something on LinkedIn where I was talking into the camera and look, I did 50 takes. I mean, let's not, let's not pretend that it's perfect every time. And you do feel this additional pressure when it's just you talking to a camera, but um, when, when, but practice makes perfect. Um, But I would also say that perfect doesn't exist. So stop, stop thinking that looking away from the camera or pausing or whatever. I mean, that just shows that you're being authentic because that's what people do. No one looks at someone else in the eye when they're talking to them for 10 minutes and doesn't, and doesn't look away. (laughs) <laughs> it's so so true and it's those little things that are going through your mind and it takes though it, it, i've done some videos on, on linkedin myself and it's those um i have a problem saying um quite a bit when i'm on camera and when i consciously made an effort to try not to do that i cut it out and then went back to normal ways when i relaxed a little bit again yeah. um but then um but again i think it, it, it took sort of 50 50 takes just to get a, a, a 60 second video out mm. um and it took so and it was because i was actually trying to perfect it every time and it and sometimes it was coming across rehearsed and not necessarily uh, authentic yeah. because I, I, t- I did it that many times it just keep it going. Yeah. Like, it looked like I was just a robot. And, and, but it is keeping that in mind and trying to be as authentic as possible by just relaxing and just remembering that um, you just be yourself. And then obviously that, that personality comes across then yeah. as well. And look, uh, to, to your point around, um, you know, whether it's um or mannerisms or something like that, I mean, um, and I'm, here I am saying um, practice, practice, <laughs> you know, when we talk about practicing, if you do want to improve it, well, that, that's yeah. something that you can, that you can be, you know, as long as you're consciously aware of there's, there's something I want to stop doing or I want to add something into the way that I speak or use more body language or hand, you know, whatever. That's where the practice component comes in because yeah. if you're not practicing it and you stand up 
uh, and a, a few little nerves creep in, you will go back to old habits. Yeah. But what I would yeah, say yeah. is that perfection does not exist, right? Mm. And and I know when I was doing my vlogs that I was like, that was something that 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 um, took me a long time to get over. And at the end of the day, the best thing, the best piece of advice that anyone will ever give you, me included, is you just have to start. Yeah. You, yeah. And, and take the feedback, you know, like, I mean, and I'll get random people on LinkedIn giving me unsolicited feedback. And someone did it earlier this week because yeah. I was freezing cold and I had my overcoat on on this, you know, the Monday just <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, actually seen yeah, that. And I had yeah. my hands yeah, yeah. in my pocket. And when I put it on yeah. Instagram, I did it on an Instagram story and I put an arrow towards my crutch because I'm like, yeah. I kept flicking my coat open <laughs> and I looked like a bloody flasher. And, and, yeah. and someone on LinkedIn said, hey, great, you know, and he's, I think he's, he's commented before saying how much he likes and he said, oh, look, you know, mm. you might want to take your hands out of your pockets. And I, and I engage with that. Like you just write back. Yeah. But what I'm saying is people will give you feedback along the way. You decide yep. whether you want to take that feedback on board. But ultimately, mm. if we are trying to constantly improve these things, then, then yeah, you know, you go away, practice it when no one else is around, and eventually it becomes a new habit. Yeah, no, of course. And uh, I've got a question. How, how has the staff reacted to it in, in terms of is, is they, do they engage with it through LinkedIn as well? Or what's their kind of response knowing that they're, they're being filmed? No, well, they're not being filmed, but the actual meetings being filmed itself. I've previously mentioned to them that I would have, that I would be filming it. And if they didn't want to be featured on it, then let me know. Yeah. Cause I yeah. think you have to respect that, but no one, no yeah. one said anything about that. No one. Yeah. Um, you know what? That is something that has been on, on my mind recently um, around how do I get honest feedback from everyone? And yeah. um. I think I think you know we we use Yammer uh, from an internal communication point of view, and you can do anonymous surveys on there. And I think it is time that I do go back to the guys and and say, hey, um, are you getting something out of this? Do you enjoy it? Yeah. Um, I mean, from a sort of a I won't say a selfish point of view, but but if I look, I, I'm obviously up there talking, and I'm trying to get a read of the audience mm. of the staff and how how they're. Yeah. And and generally, I find people they 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 appear to be pretty engaged. They're not looking yeah. away. They're not you know in front of their computer or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, I take that as as a positive. But but ultimately, yeah. you want feedback from people. Otherwise, I'm wasting my time. In saying that, I mean, I'm encouraged by the feedback that I'm getting through social media. Yeah. So if there's a lot of other people outside the business um, that, that, that seem to like it, then, then I would like to think that the people internally are getting something out yeah. of it as well. Yeah, no, of course. And then like I say, from, from even just watching the videos, that it is quite engaging because there's the, you, you're always getting a response to the questions that you're asking as well. Mm. So, which I've been in team meetings in the past where they'll ask a question and everyone just sits there, puts their head down. Yeah. So you're actually getting something back, from and, it, which, is, which is positive. And first thing on a Monday morning, like, let's be serious here. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> and, and, yeah. But we, what, before I start filming, like, I have, I have a chat with everyone and we have a laugh and I ask, I, I'll always, you know, I'll, ask specific people what what they did on the weekend 
Um, and because if I just stood up there and said, right, everyone, listen to me. Well, I don't think that's yeah. the best way to start either. So yeah. previous to putting pressing record or, or I, yeah. I edit the first section of it. But yeah, we, we always we just have a chat because we are, you know, one of our values is, is family and fun. And, you know, we yeah. are genuinely interested in each other, other and what we get up to. So we have a bit of a chat, which loosens everybody up to some degree before before I jump into my little little stick. Yeah, yeah. No, perfect. So we're coming up to the end of it, uh, Andrew, but what, what's the, what, what plans you got for the new financial year? Is it sort of a business, anything exciting happening personally, business-wise, or um, any, any more ideas you got in terms of the sort of like the video ideas, that type of thing? Okay, uh, good, good question. There's always lots going on, but um, <laughs> look, personally, uh, we've, so, so yeah, I mentioned earlier, <laughs> I, I, I stupidly um, did a half Ironman earlier this year and, and I, yeah. we, when we found out that we were pregnant with our second, um, yeah. I, I figured that I needed to get, get something done um, yeah. before the, the, um, this sort of um, craziness take, takes over later in the year. Okay. So I, I, when is that? When, when is that's it, in, that's in October. So we've got October. a little girl and we're having a little boy, which is going to be exciting. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. We're going the opposite way. So we've got a boy uh, and we've got uh, a girl during August. Oh, fantastic. So, the other way. Yeah, What's your so boy's name? Uh, Aiden. Aiden. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. We're, we're stuck, mate. I, 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 we don't know what, uh, we've got absolutely no idea what we're going to call him. So a <laughs> little girl's, <laughs> yeah. um, a little girl's summer. So, yeah, summer um, yeah, yeah. So, oh, mate, that's, so you are, you're, well, you're well aware of, of, of how crazy it gets and, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we've we're quite nice because Aiden's he'll be seven uh, when the the baby's due, so um, it it'd be more kind of helping us out. You're a baby. You're a babysitter. So, nice. Uh, yeah, that's right. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. So it's all good. So we got a nice little uh, sort of gap there that's uh, that's going to help us out a little bit. But yeah, cool. you you have friends that have that two year gap, a, a year and a half, two year gap, and uh, you see how stressed they are. So Don't say that. I'm grateful that's not the case. Ah <laughs> uh, no, look. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. we. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 39. My wife's in her mid 30s, yeah. so we just we want to yeah. we want to we want to get going. We might we might have another yeah. one as well. We'll just have to see how the second one happens. Oh wow! We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Work it out there. So yeah. there, that's um that that's um that's personally kind of the priority at the moment. And and look, the business for us um yeah. and and obviously the purpose of this podcast isn't isn't really to 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 talk about um the business as as such, but. Um, you know, this our industry had been went had gone through a lot of um, change or a, a lot of disruption with the Royal Commission. Um, I guess you know, as an independent financial planning wealth management business, um, I'm, I'm I'm humbled to say that we we had we've basically had to make no changes. Uh, and in fact, because we're independent and and we we are, I know some of the, your listeners it probably doesn't mean a hell of a lot but legally we're allowed to use the word independent um which is yeah. is not too many businesses can do which just means we can show our clients that we have absolutely zero conflicts of interest and we don't have any biases towards you know recommending any 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 certain types of investments and all that kind of thing yeah um okay yeah, look, it's 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 actually that what's happened with the Royal Commission has actually really benefited our business because um, people are now they now kind of have a little bit more of an idea as to the difference between independent advice and 
with more product-based advice, which is effectively what the banks were doing. You know, they were peddling and yeah. pushing their, and large institutions were pushing their own products, right? So, yeah. um, so, so um, that that's something that that uh, as an industry we're we're coping with ongoing. But the other area that that we're going through a great deal of change at the moment, and one of our key pillars. Uh, within our business is innovation. We, 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 we have a yeah. constant need to evolve and change. And, and as every business yeah. does, you know, if you want to be here for the long term. So yeah. we're currently going through a, a system, um, a system overhaul um, internally, which is, you know, and I'm, you know, not, not just one system. I mean, we're implementing three systems at the moment. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Cause we previously had developed our own, proprietary system, which was an all encompassing system from um, portfolio and investment administration, compliance um, and investment management. And, and there's no one system out there in the market, which does all of that the way that we need it to, to, to um, function. So we're combining three different systems into one. One of them is Salesforce from a CRM point of view. Um, Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. So that's, that's again, I've got a project manager that looks after that. But again, you know, at the end of the day, I'm responsible, you know, as a leader, the the buck stops with me. I I can't go to the board and say, Oh, I gave that responsibility to someone else. You know, I, I, the the buck stops with me. So I want to stay very involved um, with that. We've just taken over. We're at 417 St Kilda road uh, here in Melbourne and, We've just taken over the other half of uh, of our floor, so there's a there's a, a oh, new wow. design, a new fit out, which is needs to yeah. happen. Um, yeah. So they're probably, I would say, the uh, the main main priorities. And and if I just you know from a self indulgent point of view, I suppose it is something that I am very focused on for the next twelve months. Is that we we rolled out a um, a fee for service personal insurance business um, eighteen months ago now the vast majority of our industry is still commission based, which means yep. you've got a, an insurance advisor or broker, which will put your, your life, your TPD, your income protection insurance in place and they get paid by the product provider. So okay. invariably there's, you know, you can be ethical. I don't, majority of the industry is very ethical, but um, there's still a bias there. So we got rid of that and we said, well, if we're going to yep. do it, we're going to give back those commissions to the client and we're going to charge yep. a fee that's, uh, a flat rate, which is agreeable by the client and the advisor. And, and so I think there's a massive opportunity for us to be a disruptor in that space. Um, mm. And it's a, it's a, it's an area of focus for me over the next 12 months. So mate, there's never wow, a dull you've, moment. You've, <laughs> no, that's right. You've got it all going on yeah. at all angles as well. That's uh, at home and business. So, uh, but no, all, all the best with everything that's going on there, mate. It's uh, it sounds exciting. Um, so it, it needs to be on to the final question for you, Andrew. And uh, it's, a, it's a question that I ask most guests. Um, if you were to take yourself back now to when you first started out your career, um, probably when you finished university, what advice would you give yourself? Uh well, that's that. That is a very, very good question. <laughs> um, you know what? What I would say, like, what I've loved about this conversation is that it's sometimes you're going at a million miles an hour, and 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 a lot of times you're going off instinct. And it's been great to actually just stop for a second, pause, and start putting a little bit of structure around. You know what 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 being a leader means. Um, yeah, but. Um, I would say that to begin with, I, I would have told myself that I, I need to make sure I would suggest that you make sure that you're surrounding yourself with, with other people um, yep. who are better than you. 
yeah. and, and people yeah. who inspire you. So, so work yeah. out, you know, what, what, it, what, what leaders inspire you and why, and, and are they, um, and look to surround yourself with different leaders as well, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I would characterize my leadership style. It is, it is one that is more, I'm an extrovert. So it is one that's more around, Hey, you know, jump on my shoulders and come with me sort of thing. And, yeah. and I'm, I, I like to think that I, I, and I bring a lot of energy, whereas I, I, yeah. I've got one person that's an up and comer in our business. Who's not like me at all. He's the complete opposite, but mm. I still think he's going to yeah. be a great leader. He's a little more thoughtful, but you still yeah. need to inspire in your own way. Yeah. Um, and I'd say, you know, don't be in a rush. You know, I think it's, you know, when you're young, younger, I still think I'm young. Um, but, yeah, me too. But, yeah, good, good. <laughs> yeah. But, but when you're a lot younger, one of, one of the, the hardest things um, to understand is that you don't know everything. Yeah. And that if, if, if I could give myself some advice and I, my younger self was open to listening to it, it would actually be just to remind, remind myself that I don't, I don't know everything. Um, And, and ultimately, you know, you are going to fail, but don't, and and I know we're hearing this more often, um, but it's easier said than done. And I think it needs to continue to be repeated. And that is that um, failing is a part of progressing because you don't know where your boundaries are. And you don't know what you don't, you, you don't know, you don't know what you need to therefore go and learn or educate yourself on um, yeah. until you actually push the boundary. So, yeah. you know, don't, 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 don't fear failure because, yeah. and it's a bit like that concept of vulnerability. Don't fear vulnerability. It's not a weakness. It'll wind up yeah. being a strength. Yeah. No, that's great advice. And, and uh, yeah, things there that I'll be taking on board as well. And, and I completely agree with you. Oh, um, but I've thoroughly enjoyed um, the the, the uh, interview today, Andrew. It's been brilliant to get to know yourself, the, the, your thoughts around leadership, and obviously the uh, the the ideas you've got with the video. Uh, I think that obviously that was a part of why I sort of reached out to you in the first place because I was quite it was quite engaging, yeah. enough, but it was completely different to what I was usually seeing on uh, on LinkedIn. Um, Adam, I just um, Adam, you you asked me one more yeah. thing about like what's happening yeah, in yeah. the in the next twelve months in terms of you know any yeah, you any remember. more video content. Um, this is just my, again, this is a personal kind of, a, I, I love, I love seeing, um, I love seeing businesses and in uh, businesses within an industry. Yeah. You, you've got to, the, 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 particularly with social media these days, like different, different industries beca- are now becoming um, so crowded. Unless you come up with an yeah. idea where you, you, you're creating your own industry or something that's a, a, a concept, a service, a product, which is completely different. The challenge for all of us is, is how are you or how are we going to stand out from our competitors? Yeah. Um, a, I think video content in, in its basic form will, will actually probably put you in the top, top few percent of your industry because I would say most industries are still not doing it because yeah. they think that, well, as I said earlier, you know, it's got to be this masterpiece and we don't have the budget for it or whatever it might be. And as we've yeah. just talked about, you know, whacking it, whacking your phone, whacking your iPhone in front of yourself and doing, you know, showing who you are is actually a great start. But um, yeah. there's actually, the, and, and this has just come to mind. I, there's a there's a real estate agent down here in um, 
in Melbourne who I've, I've uh, started to follow. And I yeah. think it's a great example of someone who they may not be for everyone, but, but what they're doing from a video content point of view is absolutely smashing it out of the park. And the, okay. the group's called White Fox Real Estate. Um, yeah. the, the principal there is a guy, he's 32, guy known by the name of Marty Fox. And I think he's Instagram, yeah. he's huge on Instagram. They don't, they don't market their properties through traditional means. It's all social media. Wow. And look, okay. it's a bit, it's a bit cheeky, you know, some of it, they're, 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 um, they're for sale sign boards, um, are really, really edgy. And I said, not, yeah. not for everyone, but if you want an example that is like, okay, these guys are actually trying something new and, and it might fail, but ultimately, you know, it's going to make them stand out from the crowd. Um, yeah. I'd encourage people to just to jump on social media and check those guys out from that video yeah, content point of view. Um, but we've yeah. actually... To be to to be quite uh, transparent about it, that they've got a um, because a lot of people have approached them about the um, the video content and their marketing strategies. A lot of people outside of real estate have approached them about doing marketing their, their marketing and digital content strategy um, for wow. them, and and we've actually just engaged them. And I'm going pretty early on this because yeah. um, because we haven't seen anything from them yet. But but the the, yeah. the offshoot's called White Fox Marketing. Um, yep. so I, I mean, I, I, if no one else does, um, I know you will kind of yep. keep in touch with what, what comes out of that. So, um, maybe I'll, I'll come back in 12 months time and, and talk about what, what's, what's worked and what hasn't for us. Yeah, most definitely. That, that's uh, yeah, definitely keep it in search and I'll, I'll be checking out those as well. White Fox real estate and White Fox marketing. He, he'd be, he actually, Marty might be a great one to have a chat to at some stage in the future. Okay, yeah, no, that'd be cool. I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind and reach out yeah. to him. But uh, I'll I'll check out the uh, the content. I really appreciate a heads up there. No worries. Um, but where where can the audience get a hold of you, uh, Andrew? So what's the best sort of platforms for you? You've already mentioned uh, uh, LinkedIn uh, and Instagram. Yeah, they're um, the, those are the two best. They're ones. the two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, look, I I am very active on Instagram. Um. Because yeah. and a lot of people might say, well, MD of a financial planning business. You know why are you doing it? But at the end yeah. of the day, that's that's where our future markets, if not our current markets, are, are actually engaging. And, and I've, got, I've always been someone that wears my heart on my sleeve. So I, I, I'm happy to show people who I am, what I'm doing. And even if it's not work-related, I love, you know, you know I've, had, I've, had a, a back, I've had a spinal fusion, a shoulder reconstruction and a wrist reconstruction all in my 30s. And I'm still, wow. I'm still doing more than I ever have before. And, and I just love... Yeah showing other people that what's, what's possible. Um, yeah. So yeah, Andrew Hewison, all one word, H-E-W-I-S-O-N, all one word on LinkedIn and, uh, and, and Instagram. Yeah. Okay. No, that's perfect. Just, just a quick question from, from, for my benefit more than anything, in terms of the two platforms, do you change the content that you, you're sharing for each or is it pretty much the same across the board? Oh no, Link, LinkedIn's um, definitely business related. Just all business, and then it's, it's more personal on on uh, Instagram, is it? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. post I'll post stories or pictures of my daughter, um, or, or oh, okay. out there in the gym or whatever it might be on 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 Instagram. But link, yeah. LinkedIn, um, and, and look, I know that some people believe that LinkedIn, you know, I mean, if I felt like I was doing something that was really quite sort of inspirational from a leadership point of view or or personal professional development point of view, I'd put it on LinkedIn. But I, yeah. I generally will, will keep um, LinkedIn for more business-related things. I've, I've heard 
some negative comments, you know, from some people when others put really personal things on LinkedIn, which I kind of get, I kind of understand. Like I go to LinkedIn not to see, you know, whether 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 someone had a birthday or or was out to a winery lunch or something you know yeah that's my that's how i how i approach it yeah no that's cool well it's been really really uh, great to speak with you mate it's uh i'm looking forward to uh hearing the uh that what the next 12 months has got planned for you and seeing the outcomes and uh all the best with the little one on the way in uh, october as well yeah you too mate you too look thank you so much i know i can probably talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles but i appreciate uh i appreciate <laughs> um, having having a chat and i uh, look forward to staying yep. in touch me too mate me too and uh, hopefully get you on again in the uh, in the future to see where where the business has led thank you very very much mate appreciate Perfect. it cheers andrew Bye. take care have a good afternoon cheers. bye